Welcome to this week's episode of Everyday Thin Places. I'm Rachel Gallagher, and I'm an interfaith hospice chaplain. And I'm Elizabeth Ferrasso, and I'm a birth doula. And in each episode of Everyday Thin Places, we draw from our experiences supporting birthing people and dying people to explore with honesty, authenticity, and humor how we can all become more truly living people. Hey, Elizabeth, remember in the very beginning of our podcast, our first couple of episodes, we got a chance to interview each other. And those were some of my favorite episodes. Like when people ask, well, what should I listen to first? Where should I start? I always direct them to really like our first three episodes because I felt like those were such a great opportunity for people to get to know who we are as podcast hosts and as people. And so we thought it would be kind of fun to circle back and check in with each other and find out, you know, what's going on these days? What are our thin places these days? And also, I mean, it's kind of an excuse for us to catch up. (laughs) I feel like life has gotten so busy and we have just taken on so many different projects that we haven't really gotten a chance to catch up quite as much as we used to or quite as much as we would like to. And so we're kind of using this as an excuse to find Mm -hmm. out what's going on with each other. And we're letting our listeners listen in. Yeah. So we both have taken on new projects and I feel like there are some aspects of both of our new ventures that are thin places for us. I feel like in a way, like if there weren't thin places there, we wouldn't be devoting so much time and energy to them. Mm -hmm. And so I want to hear about something and you know, specifically what I'm referring to. I want to hear about this newish thin place that you've been exploring lately. So can you tell us a little bit of what you've been up to and this new thin place that I'm referring to and how it yeah. developed for you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I it's just, I think it's funny how I spend my day. If anybody watched me through the day and watched all the little things that I have my hands in, it would just be comical. And you'd be like, wait, what are you doing next? Like, <laughs> what are you? So, um, you know, I'm taking kids to and from school. I... Um, I know this isn't what you're asking about, but I'm going to come back around to talk about um, a program that an 18 month program that I'm a part of that has me doing some reading and some other learning um, for some future opportunities for myself. And um, so we'll come to that. But like occasionally um, every once in a while we'll be sleeping and this always happens maybe around, I feel like it happens between the 5 to 6 a.m. hour. You hear a loud truck outside hmm. and a big thud that feels like it's right under our bed. And it's because someone from Amazon is delivering a 55-pound bag of coarse sea salt to my house. So for whatever reason, the truck that has to do this does it first thing in the morning. And it is it is so loud. I am never we've had some theft from um, things on our porch in recent weeks. But I am never worried that anyone is going to steal this because it's a 55 pound bag inside of a box of coarse sea salt. So the reason I have this is because I got really swept up as Enneagram 7s do. (laughs) 
And you know that we had our, our friend um, Paris on who talked to us about candle making, and I've dabbled in some candle making. But you know what I really got into is salt. So I have been all about the salts. I found out that another way that you can um, get fragrance into your home is to have fragrance oil in salt and your salt to go onto a like an electric wax warmer, wax melt warmer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the supplier who was who I was getting all these fragrance oils from, she would always give a little packet of a new fragrance that you'd never smelled before. And it would be in a little pack of salt with the with the fragrance um, tossed in with the salt. And so I have gone about as far and as extreme as any person can go. Because <laughs> my new endeavor <laughs> is that not only did I um, become the owner of Gosh, I think I had about 25 different fragrances that I was making gifts for other people. I was using for in my own home. I was making these salts. I was making perfumes out of them. But I had the really fortunate opportunity to get to be the new salt lady in this group of people who are other perfume or candle makers who want to sample these fragrances. And since it would be really expensive and be a lot of shipping to buy fragrance oils um, in order to see what they smell like, even if you bought an ounce, but you wanted to smell a 100 different ones, Mm. that would be heavy and expensive. But if you get a little bag of salts that is already soaked in that fragrance oil, and you can smell it for yourself and put it on your electric warmer and decide if you want to invest in that for whatever candles you're making or perfume you're making. I'm that I'm that girl now. I'm your girl. If you are a part of this, um, this particular uh, supplier of fragrance oils, who is just she's amazing. And, and the, the group is a just We've talked about Facebook as a thin place. Mm-hmm. It's this Facebook group of makers who all support each other and help each other troubleshoot and give reviews of these fragrances in really like fun, comical ways. Um, so I now have 122 fragrances. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing. My living room is like overtaken by this endeavor. I get pack. I get bags of salt, um, 55 pounds at a time from Amazon. Um, I get the little bags that you put them in, in cases of a thousand, and I get to spend a lot of time surrounded by this amazing fragrance. So it's just been, it's been fun for me. It's been, um, I love that I'm getting to introduce other people to these fragrances and they're getting excited about what they can make from them. And also I just, I have the excuse now to like have my house or myself smell amazing pretty much all the time. (laughs) I was wondering about that. Like, does it is your whole house like now scented in a hundred how many 122 122 122 different scents like how does that all impact your daily life in your home yeah well I mean it just sort of matters the way I work with the inventory is if like one is running low then I'll I'll make several refills of it so I sort of like move through the phases of appreciating you know these ones at a time but I did so one of my little endeavors this week was um, if you're breathing on this planet and have gotten on the internet in the past week, you may have heard the debacle of Sharon Weiss and her Marie Callender very burnt pumpkin pie. 
And so I decided this week that I would look through my fragrance library and I would take one that was a pumpkin, a fresh pumpkin smell. And I would take one that was a very strong, like sort of woodsy burnt smell, a burnt wood smell, and one that had a couple that had different spices that you might find. Um, and, and these are all like very, I, I, I'm not just bragging on them they're literally like many are duplicates of fine fragrances so this is not your just like run-of-the-mill pumpkin spice business so i made a perfume that is a um what i am making as a tribute to dear sweet poor sharon weiss who's been (laughs) roasted by the entire internet for the past week and a half ever since thanksgiving um so now when you go over to my sink area my little um my little silicone mixing cup that i used just in my whole kitchen in that part smells like my custom blend of Sharon Weiss's roasted pumpkin pie. <laughs> that so. actually sounds really good. Like I'm not a huge it, pumpkin spice person, yeah. um, but the woodsy fiery mm-hmm. smell sounds actually right up my alley. Well, Rachel, maybe Santa will be bringing this this year. <laughs> I'm putting it on mailbox. my list. I'm putting yeah. it on my list. That is so fun um I'm also envisioning these tiny little bags of salt and I can't help but think back to our conversation about tiny things and yeah (laughs) I just think like these tiny little bags must be so cute too they're pretty cute oh my gosh so how does this impact like I'm wondering how this impacts your your family like you have a house full of people are they Mm -hmm. helping with all of this are they like oh mom's at it again like what what are the attitudes in your family and are they a part of this new endeavor well the fact that my husband has not threatened to divorce me over it is amazing Mm -hmm. because I mean boxes just keep coming um I did I mean I I told him when I started this I was like I really think I really think this could create some income and I mean that's another really beautiful part of it is now I have this like stream of income for something I can do at home and it relieves pressure from you know when other things aren't producing income as well Mm -hmm. and so he so it's been amazing that he's just been in support of all the all the purchases and that I thought it was a great idea when I said hey you know I only have 25 what if I had 122 (laughs) of these bottles in our house so he's been amazingly supportive and then I just have one of my kids is just she takes after her father she's chronically helpful she just loves to be helpful and so she has been by my side to use her nimble fingers to open the bags for me. So if I'm filling like 10 or 12 at a time of a certain fragrance, she's got them all lined up for me. Um, The youngest, who's only three, is my label um, my label retriever. So when my label machine is spitting out little labels to go on there, she's gathering them up and puts them in a pile for me. Um, so yeah, it's been a, it's been a family affair. They've been very supportive. I'm super fortunate to have a helpful and supportive family who watches me as an Enneagram seven, (laughs) just dive into all these different things. But this is one that thankfully I've just had the guidance, guidance and support. I joke that I have a fragrance fairy godmother who's sort of helped, um, helped me figure this all out. But yeah, it's been, it's been fun. Not if you told me a year ago that I would be buying salt 55 pounds at a time, I would have just looked at you cross-eyed and wondered (laughs) why. Um, But yeah, I, it's my house smells great all the time. I 
go out into the world smelling pretty great. It's mm. and it's a nice little contrast because as a you know as a birth educator as a doula, I have to be fragrance free when mm. I'm in those spaces yeah. because pregnant pregnant noses are just too sensitive to smells and um so I have to be fragrance free when I go to teach my classes uh but this is a nice little if I'm going out to Target I might be sampling one of my own custom blends of perfume and seeing how it goes in the world and thinking like I know I know these people can smell this and this smells good I'm this should be turning heads with this and that is so cool it's been fun Okay, so I don't want to turn this into, like, let's promote ourselves. But mm-hmm. if people are curious and they want to try smelling your salts, like, mm-hmm. what would be the best way for them to find out what you have, reach you, place an order even? Yeah. So right now everything is is um, handled as a secret society because I'm mm. still getting to where I'm, I'm hoping that I can launch this into something much more formal when I send my youngest to school uh next September. So if you want to join the secret society to sort of see some descriptions, I've made some really fun descriptions of my fragrances that I have, you know, I have these sort of two different things. One where I'm making these samples. These are for makers. These are for people that are, if you're a soap maker, if you're a candle maker, if you are a um, perfume maker, I, yes, get right in touch with me. I have an order form. That's all like ready to go. If you're wanting to get some salt, to put on your warmer as like just an everyday person with a home that you want to smell good. If you're wanting to have some perfume, that's all super small scale right now. Um, but I have a secret society where we're starting to work all those things out. So, you know, send us an email at everydaythinplaces at gmail.com and Perfect. just say that you want to be in my secret society for fine fragrances and I will, I'll, I'll hook you up. Love it. I love that it's a secret society that makes it even more exclusive. Very cool. Yes. That's, that's the fun of it. And I do want a chance to come back around to this other thing that you mentioned, this 18 month program. Tell us yeah. more about that. Yeah. So that is something I just, um, as I've done some of my own self-exploration, as I've done my monthly er- word art, as I've sort of explored for myself what I, um, how I'm growing and how I want to be available to other people as they're growing and maybe going through some of the same evolutions and changes and difficulties and, um, you know, just the growing pains, especially of people who come through a really religious or especially fundamentalist backgrounds Mm -hmm. and are finding that um, their experience in life is not matching Mm. um, the background that they came from. So I um, got really interested in the work of what spiritual directors do, because I really, as I learned about spiritual directors, I found out that spiritual directors are pretty much like a doula or a midwife, Mm -hmm. but for your spiritual self. Mm Um, and so I wanted to pursue an opportunity to be trained as a spiritual director. And so I discovered a bunch of programs that were, um, not really a good fit for, for even just like the time that the applications were due was totally impossible. And I had the amazing opportunity to get in by the skin of my teeth (laughs) to a spiritual direction training program. And it is under the Center for Non-Religious Spirituality, so which is a great follow on Facebook. The Center of Non-Religious Spirituality is headed by, founded by Jim Palmer. Um, He's a former pastor of a megachurch. 
who is now a um, spiritual director, a humanist chaplain. He's um, just he's, he had been a great Facebook follower a lo- for a long time, and someone in one of my Facebook groups, one of our Thin Place Facebook groups, said, "Hey, I think he's got a spiritual direction program that's starting up." And so, since May, I've been a part of that. And let me tell you, it has been. Oh, it's been deep. It's been um, pushed the exercises and the practices and the reading and the relationships that I've built out of it have been um, beautiful for me in my own development and in for in my um, sort of perspectives and skill set that I'm able to develop to hopefully one day be that spiritual director, that um, spiritual doula for someone. Um, and, and I love that it's so it's non-religious spirituality so it's specifically created for people who want to cultivate their sense of spirituality but maybe have trauma related to religion or have never been involved in religion i would say more so my area of expertise is going to be for people who have come out of a religious uh backgrounds Mm. but to say that um here are ways that we can still develop and celebrate and grow and live life with a deep, rich spirituality, uh, even without any religion attached to that. Mm. So it's been it's been awesome. I, I love, love it. I can't. That. I feel honored that I get to be in the program and that people are in my cohort that I've learned so much from. Um, yeah. So I wow. might wake up, read a book that I need to, or write a paper and fill some salt bags and <laughs> go pick up kids from school and then teach a birth class and record a podcast. Um, Record a podcast. Yeah, these are these are my things. These are my thin places. I have to give one shout out. I know we're trying to keep this mini, but here's my one last shout out. This is a serious, serious thin place. I feel so strongly about this. All of my salt bag filling time has been sitting at my dining room table, which often means I have the luxury of popping open my laptop and turning on Netflix and watching something. And I have rewatched the entirety of the show Jane the Virgin. And I cannot, 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 cannot tell you how good it is. It's so wonderful. I just like wept tears of not just sometimes sadness, sometimes joy, sometimes just the depth of the human experience Mm. watching that show again. So if someone has not watched it, you need to watch it. Um, it is just such a such such a good show. So I'm it's on someone. Netflix. I'm not someone. You're someone. Watch it, Rachel. Okay, we are okay. not going to be podcast co-hosts anymore Whoa. if you do not in the next year make it a priority to watch some Jane the Virgin. It's that is a um, serious threat. It's so good. That's why it's so, and I just experienced it as such a thin place of um, it's a it's sort of like a telenovela. So it's very like dramatic, but it's just deals with real life issues in a beautiful way and so that has been my thin place this past month as i have rewatched every episode oh um, i might do it all over again <laughs> so yeah well okay so i know my homework assignment i know that the podcast hangs in the balance yes i will get on that um thank you for sharing all your thin places i'm so mm-hmm. like it just makes my heart so happy to hear all of this and just going back to the spiritual direction like that is such a healing opportunity for the people that you're going to be able to provide support for. I recognize the trauma that people have experienced because of organized religion. And I think it can be so, it can like, you can be re-traumatized in trying to walk away from it. 
mm-hmm. because you are leaving, you know, a community. You are leaving spiritual practices behind. Oftentimes when you when you leave that like organized religion or, you know, whatever um, community it was that caused that trauma. And so I just love that it, you don't have to leave all of that behind. Like there mm-hmm. is space for new community to form. There is space mm-hmm. for spiritual practices aside from religion. And so yeah. I just, I thank you for that because I know that there are so many people who are going to benefit from your time that you are putting in learning yeah. about how to support people. So thank you. Yeah. And I think maybe just one thing to clarify, too, because the trauma is definitely part of it, but not everybody experienced trauma. Mm-hmm. Some people just don't believe anymore. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just experience life in a way and what you see, you just don't believe what you used to believe. Mm-hmm. And that might feel like an internal sort of difficulty that you could use some guidance through, but it's not all trauma. And so I think that that is going to be um, that is going to be a huge part of what I am wanting to provide for people is a, a support network and a space for um, the just internal conflict that you feel when you don't believe what you used to believe anymore, but you still want to have a rich spirituality. So, yeah. Who would have ever thought that that is a thin place? I love this. I love these That's conversations. Great. Thank you for sharing with all of us what you've been up to. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Now it's our turn to hear from you. So would you do us a big favor and go into your podcast app and rate us? Even better, would you write us a glowing review? That will help other listeners to find us. And make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. You can also visit our website at everydaythinplaces.com where you will find all sorts of fun and interesting information as well as learn about how you can help to support this podcast and earn special exclusive perks. There, you will also find links to follow us on social media, or else just pop directly over to Instagram or Facebook, where you will find us at Everyday Thin Places. Thanks so much for joining us today. Until next time, I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Rachel. Bye. Bye.